Okay, one, two, three. Cheers, Mars. Kamusta, my fellow Filipinos from across the globe? Hindi po kami lasing. We're just happy to be here. Welcome to the Mars What Na Podcast, where our conversation is free-flowing, like the alcohol that we may or may not be drinking. You've got your Kumaris, Michelle, aka Chang Babe, and Bethany, aka Betcha by Gali. Wow! Today we have a special guest. We have my very own Mama. Hello. Yeah. Hi, hi. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Ma- I'm glad Mama you what? Did. Sorry, Mama what? Mama Klian. Ah, Mama Klian. Yeah, so, yes, Mommy, because we wanted to have you here today, because our season two is all about um, Filipinos across the world and their um, occupation. And so we've actually talked to, I mean, of course, myself, I've shared some stories about being a flight attendant. And we've also talked to one of our friends, Joey, who is also a, currently a Filipino flight attendant. But, you know, we want to give like a kind of like a, a glimpse into how it was way back when, like when right. you first started out, because I'm sure it was like completely different world and all. So could you enlighten us? Like what was the year that you joined the company? Can you so, give the year? Yes, I joined. I became a flight attendant to be one of the best airlines in the world. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> in December 1977. And it was my first it was my first trip out of the Philippines. It was my first job as well. To be honest, I was just curious about how how one gets goes through the process of, you know, being interviewed and all that and getting into becoming a, a flight attendant. If mommy, if I could interrupt. When you say you were curious, so meaning were you already exposed to like people? Did you know of anyone who was already a flight attendant or had I I we had a relative who was married to a flight attendant. That that's it. But I have I wasn't I didn't really meet any flight attendant. Actually my first trip uh, on a plane was to Cebu City in nineteen seventy five. Did you ask? Uh, that relative questions before. Yeah, because they were saying part of the training is that you have they will make you jump out of the airplane and parachute. <laughs> 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 I was just wondering if there's any truth in that. Yeah. So the, oh. Yeah, so I came one day in February of 1977. I came across this ad about this airline, and then so I I, I sent in my my. A letter. It was that way before, you know, you send a letter, not email. <laughs> and then, um, then they, how far, how far, how long after? Maybe I think six weeks after I received the letter saying that, oh, I'll be interviewed and all that. And, uh, it was the first time I told your grandma. And your grandma accompanied me and I was surprised. There were like thousands of, of girls, I know, of girls. Uh, and they were even, I, I noticed they were even like, um, celebrities you know, or uh, well-known socialites. Yeah, well, well, yeah, more than um, names on TV and oh, all wow. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, oh, it was really so pretty and so, you know, uh, dressed to the nines and 
because before it was classy to be, you know, uh, female and smoking and all that. And, and they were not so particular about smoking areas and whatnot at that time. So I said, oh my goodness, also sophisticated and all that. Out of that, I think out of the thousands, there were, we were, what do you call that? Finally, there were 20 something of, I know, about 20. 20? Two. two. Yeah. Out of the 1,000 or? Yeah, I, I, they said 2,000. I don't know. I can, I can confirm the people. So, okay. So, we're already there at the whole um, interview process. Because actually, you wrote from the province, right? Because um, we, we forgot um, to mention that. No, I was, that... I was schooling. I was schooling. Oh. I you was were in the college. Yeah. College. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, we yeah. went to the same school. <laughs> we're both from University of Santo Tomas. So you were both, uh, yes, usted. <laughs> did, did you did you start early Or did you start before? What age did you start though, mommy? What age? I was when I sent my application, I was 19. See, she was, yeah, 19. <laughs> she was a baby. Mommy, if, if it's possible, could we go to like the process? So you're already standing there on that day. You're, you're, yeah. you're looking at all these women, like well-known people, and you're like, oh. There were ladies, uh, obviously they were, I mean, cabin crew. They were, they were five standards. They were in, uni- in uniform, and taking our rate and our height, taking uh, some more details and all that. And they gave, gave a slip of paper, you go to this room. There was, there were a panel of five people. Then, yeah, they make us walk. <laughs> room on like, like model? Like model runway? Like that. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> then they, they, then they, they know there are this interview of course. Where am I interested in all the things? I mean to a flight attendant. Do you recall your answer? Travel the world and <laughs> see places, meet people. I mean the standard thing. I know it's generic, I know. but I know. That, isn't it? The the primary thing, right? Of Why course. Is it? Especially mm-hmm. during those days, the even during the middle seventies, um Traveling, especially for Filipinos, it's not not that it it was luxury, you know, mm-hmm. to travel. And after that time, there was it was there was restriction. You have to because the I'm sorry, the early martial law years. Mm-hmm. The martial law was declared in '72, and Ooh. so there were restrictions on traveling. Um, we didn't encourage, and as far as I recall, but they have, yeah, I would add, it's safe to say. Yes, it was a privilege to be able to to travel, you know. Yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say like the company. So they were like doing like a mass hiring in the Philippines, lang, or were they branching out like into different Asian countries or? Well, ah, uh, well, you'll be able to identify the, the airline, but it's just well, yeah, one of our the tagline of the airline is ten out of ten because we put from ten ten countries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And, um, what else? Yeah, so it was a, a good mix, actually. It was a good mix of different nationalities that we had. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to say, so, okay, you mentioned the process where you went in front of a panel and then you got a paper. Did you do all these other kind of stuff, like group interviews? Do you, do you still recall, like, exact um, scenarios? Oh, no, not group interviews. Just, well, just me, there was a group panel. Ah. So it was, if I could clarify, it was one of those, like, people are lining up outside of, like, a hotel, 
and then uh-huh. they, they let people they let in. in. So yeah. it's like a one-day thing, right? And then you hear back if they like you or not. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they still have that for other airlines in the Philippines. Uh, uh, they still do that. Yeah, because I think I saw for Philippine Airlines, they were uh, lining up in front of the hotel in Makati and Dubai. I used to work uh-huh. in the way we did it, because there's like a system, right? You need to upload your information into the system, and then they will contact you if your information looks promising. And then from then on, they send you a link to an app. So it's very high tech now. It's like application, yeah. you have a video call, and then they ask you questions mm-hmm. from there. And then they will, you know, uh, you'll move forward if they're satisfied with your questions on the, the video call in the app. You, you know that there's a disadvantage to that. Uh, I'm sorry, no offense, okay? Okay. But because, I mean, come to think about it, huh? you do a face-to-face interview, mm-hmm. you put you put your best foot forward, and mm-hmm. still you a lot of maybe a number gets through the mm-hmm. undesirable ones. And I'm uh-huh. say, saying physical, I mean, uh, the looks and whatnot, but the attitude, you know? Because primarily this, this is a service industry, so... Somehow you can steer by the way the person responds and, and all that. So if this person would be somebody sincere, better face to face, right? Instead of just like the computer and whatnot. Yeah. So oh. That's why I, I think sorry, Betta. That's why I think that's why um sorry, but the quality I and mean, it did not come from me, but it's majority it says that the quality of the crew now gone down. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. true. I, I have run into some bad eggs. <laughs> Sadly. Um, yeah. in, in what way? Like, for example, you said the service yeah. is not as good. Yeah, mommy, how would opinion? you say quality-wise? Yeah. How would you say it, it differs from then and now? Yeah, why don't we paint the picture, mommy? Like, when, when, oh. this, when, the comp- when this company was still hiring people from all over... Like how was how was the service maybe so that you can we can do a compare like a contrast kind of thing. The service, uh, I mean, well, because maybe life was more simple then. It was well anyway. I guess it's the culture also because to be honest, when I first flew, I did my first my first flight. I was very busy because everybody was so fast. <laughs> they were so fast. I said, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> on the 707 aircraft. Anyway, that was my baptism of fire. It was a Hong Kong, Taipei, I think, Taipei. Crazy. And whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. we call it a three sector turnaround. Sometimes it becomes four. If there's mm-hmm. no relief crew, it's supposed to be in Taipei, there's a relief crew, but then more often than not, voila. Anyway. So uh, it's a culture. It's um so you know how it is, right? The people from are very efficient to a fault. In the sense that they're always focused to on on that that they uh, forget that they you know so called uh, faults and and it's just like sometimes it becomes robotic already. Yeah. Yeah. So impersonal. Yeah, mm-hmm. the point is that let's uh, get it done. Be over with it. Something like that. Like the heart is not there. The, the culture, it's the culture is good. I don't know, Michelle. You grew up in Hong Kong, right? Okay. I mean, majority of your life. Yeah. So, 
So it's always okay. quick. Very, but I have to say, very efficient. Yeah, you throw wrong and all that. But sometimes, yung mga, the, 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 the finer things, the little things that sort of give it um, more, more, ano ba? Ano ba yun? More human touch or something? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, like I keep hearing stuff about before, like it was all silverware and all these things. Oh yeah, breakable. Yeah, cut back on yeah. And then you, there was like a chef on the plane once oh at God. one point. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yeah. True, very true. Uh that's why when I I never thought I'd see the day that. We'll be using plastic spoons and forks and everything. <laughs> well, that that became sort of acceptable because of nine eleven. Yeah, yeah right? I'm thinking. Security yeah. reasons and yep. 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 yeah. 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 To serve the, the, the glass was maybe glassware, you know, the breakable ones. Yeah. And then the, 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 the what do you call that thing? The, the casserole. Be, before, in EY, the casserole was still breakable ones, like the one that oh, you use in, in business class. class. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways. And then for a short haul, we even had the full meal, there's appetizer, salad, dessert, and hot meal. But now it's only, uh, what do you call that? I mean, can I left? I don't know. It's uh, the, the open face, whatever pocket sandwich, whatever. Yeah, for some flights. Um, oh. mom, if I could ask, okay, uh, we're okay. So we're talking about like differences, like some changes, but that's mostly because of like the different iba na yung in charge, right? That's why it kind of uh like changed like quality wise for like they they made they adapted it to the times so to speak also because like i realized that the customers before they required a certain you know this these were people who like not everyone could fly at the time so mm-hmm. like you know that they wanted to see something grand right but now it's like everyone can fly they want to be able to just enjoy it but not like have you know the frou-frou unless they pay too much i guess yeah before you have to dress I mean, dress up to get on board the airplane. Now, some they, the passengers board the airplane slippers and barefoot and whatnot. I know. I know. There's certain <laughs> deportment that you should uh, expect as, as passengers in those days. So, um, yes. Can I also ask, uh, mm-hmm. you said the interview and then it took six weeks for them to get back to you. How did you break the news to, to grandma? Uh, I wanted to ask Actually, grand, to grandma, while, while she was she accompanied me, remember? Yep. And then she also met another lady who was accompanying her daughter, younger daughter, because apparently an older daughter was already having through. Oh. Okay. So the mother was, as I say, speaking, I mean, well of the company that was recruiting and doing the recruitment other mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. But unfortunately, the, daughter, the younger daughter didn't make it. Oh. Uh-uh. So, um, anyway, so, uh, at first your grandma was not keen about me, uh, and what all that, uh, joining the airline, had misgivings, mm. um, because I practically was a very, I had a very sheltered, protected, uh, living life, I mean, your grandparents are like that, I mean, the elders and the girls and whatnot. Yeah. So, mm. 
Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. Uh, she didn't want me to join, but yeah, I said something like, "Oh, I'll just try it for six months." <laughs> for six months. Six <laughs> months became how many years? Okay, so do you want to do you want to tell the story of how like uh how how it went, mommy? Like going to Hong Kong first, how they said goodbye yeah. and training like let's oh, like okay uh so finally i was able to to convince grand with grandparents uh one thing i suppose is that one one thing that she was saying was that i at least you know maybe she didn't want to come in a point in time in the future that i will say something like in the line of you you that's why i'm like this because she didn't allow me to do this and something like that i don't know what's the term for that uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, like you, you would hold that. it, you like would hold it anyway. above her head, you know, and you would take it against her. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, how did it go about, like, how soon did they decide to, like, book the ticket and then they'd bring you to Hong Kong? Like, how did that go? Ah, uh, well, because I, my tra- the training was supposed to be for July of 77, and my batchmates were trained. We were, we were divided into two groups. So the first 12 were trained in July, and then the, the second group was uh, August of 77. But then I just wanted to sort of finish my sort of studies, and then I was able to request that they move it to the last induction, 12 of 1977. Okay. It was in December, December that year. Yeah, so I was all alone in my class with the first group of Japanese, and his crew. Hmm. So I was the only. No, there were there were two Filipinas because another Filipina who was also raised, uh, born and raised in Hong Kong, uh, did not join the first two groups of in, uh, induction class. So we were together, and uh, four Hong Kong Chinese, and then four from Thailand, and all the rest were from Japan. That's cool. Yeah. Those were my, my and this this was when uh they started to they they provided you guys accommodations right and they, they um yeah the, they usually house the YMCA in in near Yamate so like, there are several YMCAs in Hong Kong I forgot okay. uh, close to this one of these hospitals anyway yeah that's how they they house the expats I mean the the ones that are recruited out of Hong Kong and then uh, from and there. Then, like how long was your the training? training? Yeah, yes, almost two months, and then at eight, no, seven thirty in the morning, there's a, a bus in front of the hotel to pick us up and bring us to training school. And the training school was still located in the old Taitak Airport. Was Grandma emotional, ba, when you were? Um, the uh, at the time, no man. I mean, in, in fear, no man. I think they were putting a brave face. <laughs> so yeah. so everyone was there. Yeah, they saw me off, and my 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 dorm mates, our dorm mates, your Antirian. Aww, us off. I saw me off rather. Yeah. Wow. The first thing I did when I reached my my the the hotel room, because my my roommate was not there yet. My roommate was a Japanese Japanese lady. Yeah, I, I cried. Aww. <laughs> How long did it sink in that? Oh. I'm going to be in another, uh, I'm, I'm in Hong Kong, it's another life, my parents are not here, I have to do this all by myself. How does it feel? And did you start making your own schedules after that first day? 
picks up the Borobudur. You know that that the temple and the this place somewhere in 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 Indonesia, the Borobudur. Yeah. That's how we met. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get the shirt. <laughs> and then I think Michelle, you Bethany's dad and you Lolo. Yeah. yeah we're acquainted, diba? Right? Yeah. Also, That's how yeah. old my dad is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, to give context, my dad's ten years older than my mom. So <laughs> he's a cradle robber, basically. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh wait, so basically, yeah. from what you've said, um, you kind of relied on your friends, your friendships, Nuna, because of course you were kind of yearning to go home. Did you have to stay in Hong Kong a certain amount of months? Uh, I mean, like before you could get the tickets to fly home. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, three months or six months. I'm not sure now. Yeah, I, I think three months. After three months, I was able to go. Kasi siyempre, di ba, February, Chinese New Year, di punuan yun. Di ba, sub-load. In sub-load, meaning subject to load. So, what do you call that? Siyempre, yung mga full fair muna bago kami. Tapos junior pa ako. Siyempre, sa, sa, <laughs> sa ano lang priority. Uh, not so, that. I think, I think I was able to go home. I don't know if I was able to go home on my birthday even. That's the, the thing with the, this kind of work. So, okay. So you did work for a number of years. Because now it takes a longer time to do like promotions. How how was yeah. it? Yeah. How, like climbing yeah. up the positions to Perfect. the... The dates. Okay. I joined in 77 and then... I became a flight purser in 1980 because you have to remember uh, the expansion was so fast. And uh, in 1980, the 747-400 aircraft, 200-300-400 aircraft. Um, so the crew complement at first of the Boeing 747 was at one time 27 or 28 cabin crew. There Whoa. were three senior pursers and then I think seven flight pursers. So wow. the promotion was really fast because you have to train, right? And all that. And then uh, we were expanding so fast into Europe. We, we flew to, started flying to London and then to Frankfurt, uh, Rome, and to Paris. So, and the layover, uh, it was like initially it was what, twice, twice, twice a week, you know, and so the layover was also longer. Uh, um, Wow. Well, you could yeah. really, you know, it was under the perks, right? And then we were, accommodation was usually five-star hotels, the Hilton, Sheraton, Four Seasons, and so wow. forth and so on. Yeah. yeah. So, Basically, my mom had it good during her time. <laughs> it was, like, it it was, was the, the best time, the golden, the golden, the golden years of, of this company anyway. So hopefully it was able to, re, re, what do you call that? Reclaim that. its gor- glory. And then, like, and then I became a senior purser in 1984. And then in 1989, uh, chief purser. So I've been a, a chief purser. Then it changed in, in 1992 to ISM, right? The so, manager role. Yeah. Chief purser oh, so you, is called chief purser. Wow, I didn't realize you've been one for so long. <laughs> I know, yeah. From 1989, 1992 until I left. What? So you were one before I was born. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So that's why I never saw you in any other uniform. I mean, I mean, I've always seen you wearing the. Oh, question: Did the uniform change, or how did the uniform? Can you expound on like how often they changed before the uniform, or maybe like vaguely, vaguely stay? Like, I I want, I want describe the 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 designer. No, no, cannot. Because yeah. they were all high-profile designers. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. Uh, maybe drop one name. When I joined, it was a, a, a very... Business company loves the color red. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, yeah. <laughs> so, first we had... we had When I joined, I, had, I loved this uniform. And it, it had a bowler hat. It was a, a very British thing. <laughs> yeah, very very striking color. Anyway, and then um, then after that it was I don't know what they call now if it's who it came ahead, Hermes or Nina Ricci. Wow, for uniform. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. once upon a time it was yeah, all yeah. it was so they had and money to spare. <laughs> and then because we were really you know we were I don't know proving that we we, we made it. You know, yeah. and it's an international airline. Yeah. So then after that, in 1990, it was uh, a local one. I was Eddie Lau. Mm-hmm. Eddie Lau nga ba yun? Oh, oh, I don't even remember. Local one, uh, a Hong Kong Chinese. Up to now, they, they sort of tweak it here and there. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's still the same, the same design. Here's when it kind of went down. Like, for example, you did say, like, um, silverwares were there, and then the uniforms were, like, uh, designer <laughs> uniforms, and then the, the the hotel rooms were high class. When do you think uh-uh. it went down? Um, How can I we say? This what they call cost. <laughs> cost cutting. Cost cutting. They realized... Uh, um, you know... Hong Kong is a very expensive city to run a business, and the number three, the number one cost of running an airline is the people, you know, human resources, and then of course fuel, and then of maintenance of the aircraft. But the 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 company is very the company I work for is very good in handling handling things. Um, uh, all that there are lots of uh, economic and all this. Crisis in the past, and we were able to weather it. Uh, it's just that, so they mentioned the present situation. Anyway, everybody's affected by it. Necessarily uh, on this, just this particular company, but all the uh, general travel industry is suffering. Because when you think about it, especially because like other countries can still do domestic travel, eh? Hong Kong is so tiny, so we don't even have yeah. that. <laughs> so. Um, well, our domestic domestic market is the mainland. It was Hong Kong was the gateway to the mainland, but now because the mainland is open, open now, flights go directly there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad because obviously my mom is very invested in it because it's most like half her life, and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know, we've I I've also of course grown grown attached because I've my whole life been or even pre me yeah. uh yeah basically was in my mom's system and like the fact that 
Yeah, man. That's that's why it's painful then because I know how much she put into the company and how much like the people that came before us, they were so, you know, just like so loyal to this company that it's kind of hard seeing how it's struggling right now and all the people who are dissatisfied because yeah, they, they knew it at the time that it was, you know, really grand and because of like I don't know like but um just you know stuff happening economic situations and like bad decisions somehow it's gone you know it's gone awry because um obviously uh first you had your family already had how was it like having your first fight after giving birth to your eldest of course um it's it's a it's a, a difficult situation to be because you try to make the best of the situation. Uh, importantly, yeah, um, the important thing is you should have a support group back home, you know, who, who will continue the values that you'd like your children to have, the standard that you'd like to, the way your children should be, be guided and all that. It's important, like, your spouse, the support of your spouse, then the caregiver, because uh, more often than not, you're depending on them, relying on them while you're away. Yeah, you try to make the best of the situation. Yeah. Mars, um, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, go, go. <laughs> like, for sure, when you were young, you, you see your mom come and go because of work. And then when you're like, mga primary na, how, how did you guys feel whenever your mom comes back with gifts? And well, you see your mom. Yeah, I I don't know, like you know, because I guess I, it's all I've ever known. Uh, my mom would be, you know, in and out. So like, but obviously it's like, parang when she was gone, we'd feel sad. But I guess when I was younger, it was it was harder to deal with that. But then slowly over time, it we realized now it, it's a must because of course we need. I mean, it's we need like uh, there's four of us kids. We need like steady income, right? So we understood the situation. But yeah, we just knew that my mom would come back eventually, and she when she'd be there, of course, it'd be fun and we'd be complete again. And then yeah, we we would make the most out of the time because I remember when we were small. Yeah, we 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 would like make like little surprises, like we'd make what was that. We'd, we'd do, we'd leave maps for you, for my mom. Like, parang, we'd be like, treasure hunt, treasure hunt. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, as much as I enjoyed, I didn't even realize before, like, it was such a, it, it was, because it, it was so no- normal to have those things. Like, like, I didn't realize, like, oh, she brought this food from this place. And I, I guess I took it for granted or it never dawned on me how, Oh, I, I, I'm being like, you know, uh, kind of like spoiled with these kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I was never like, parang, you know, I was just like, oh, I'm happy to have my mom. I, I didn't really, I don't think we really cared about the food, but of course it was a bonus to have all these <laughs> delicious things that we oh, never boy. realized were expensive or were from other countries. Yeah. It's more like, mommy's here. Spend yeah. Yeah. Can I share, I can I share something? Of course. Also, when, when, when like Bethany was I think two years old or even younger so she always cries when I when I leave for work so then but Beryl is so cool you know so so detached and all that in a way I said I asked her I asked Beryl Beryl why don't you cry like Bethany when I leave for work (laughs) then Beryl goes mama because I know you're coming back Bethany doesn't know that yet (laughs) something like that yeah, yeah, anyways. 
So, I, I, I remember some of the Filipina mothers, I mean, uh, crew that, that our mothers used to tell there, when they talk to the children on the phone, and they would go, oh, just uh, two sleeps, anak, two sleeps, and then I'll be home na, two sleeps lang, anak. Ganun, ganun. Yeah. Oh, pero standard yung, yung mga mga Filipina mothers. Mom, was it? I forget, what? but, so, when you were in uh, out of the, out of Hong Kong or whatever, you used to call us a lot, was it? Did you call uh, us letters? I forget how we. No, wala, ano pa nun kasi eh, na, the thing that the one that we're doing now. Chatting. Yeah, the because we had to go. So I think ma. It was more complicated to to communicate at that time. Oh, wow. Huh? Oper- you... oper- to operator and whatnot, and <laughs> it was more costly at that time. I'm sure. Yeah, of course. I, I, I call, but not the luxury now. Like you can take your time, enjoy the thing. No, keep it as I mean, you know, meaningful and short <laughs> or something like that. Does it make sense? Yeah. How often, though? How how often do you get to call your family? If it's um, not that- at least once. Twice while outward depends on the the length of time. Wow, that's so frustrating, like not communicating with your family that often. Not like now. Oh yeah, now it's a, it's just a, a blessing with all the yeah, technology exactly. more affordable. It's no actually it's no excuse anymore to communicate. You know, it's all just there as long as you have electricity, <laughs> power, you know. Mm-hmm. And the Wi-Fi connection. Actually, Benedict has a question. <laughs> My brother has a question. Like, cause I, you know, so while we're on the topic of like loved ones and being away and all that, mm-hmm. like, was it having us home in Hong Kong and then or and then moving us to the Philippines? Like, how was it na when you would come home from your flight, you would be in Hong Kong, right? Like. Was it easier for you that we were in Hong Kong or was it a little bit more stressful for you that you had to go from Hong Kong to Manila pa and all that? Catching flight was always, that was the downside. I remember because I used to, a certain time lang, 19, when Blaze was born, right? I sort of moved you, all of you, to the, to the province actually. Mm-hmm. And that was really tough because I had to, I didn't know how to divide myself. Yeah, four of you in the, in the province and then the transport to the province was not that, regular in the sense that the number of bus companies that uh, traverse the route was not that many. It was quite a challenge, yeah. Yeah, and um, so it was it was good to have you in Hong Kong, you know, because at least after a flight you're already there and you know, not catching catching flight back home. Yeah, it was more exhausting actually. I remember the the when I especially when you were in the province, more 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 challenging. But when you were in Manila it was not that Bad in the sense that time I had the advantage of being a, be- a very senior cabin crew already. So more often than not, I get on, on board the airplane yeah. on subload, yeah, subload uh, basis. So yeah, yeah. to to explain that, because like when we, you, you asked Joanna the question about how we get tickets and if they're free, but yeah, we do have like specifics. It's kind of a, a perk for us now. We get tickets now we can use. But like it's mm-hmm. at a certain percent off. But then the thing is, it's subject to the loading. No. So let's say if there's like a partially full flight, there's like a lot of us that want to go home, right? On a certain right. flight. Right. So they're going to rank it by 
uh, seniority. So like, let's say like the my mom joined joining. 77. So like someone who joined the 80 or even someone who joined 77, but a few months after her will be bumped down. So yeah, it's all by seniority because she was like one of the most senior. She would always automatically get in the flight. <laughs> so like the rest would have to wait for the next flight. That's the, that's the, uh, your, uh, if you stay long enough, your time will come. Your positivity will get that, <laughs> that privilege of being, yeah, accommodated. Uh, the, 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 the joy and tribulation of, uh, sublog trouble, so called. Like whenever you, you, for, you went to all the right. So how are mm-hmm. they different for a person that doesn't really know the rules for, um, being quite attentive? How is it different in each role? Um, and you mean the ranking? Uh, the Jobs. responsibility, of course. Uh, flight officer in charge of a certain group of crew, a certain area of the cabin, the aircraft cabin, and the passengers. Okay. But of course, everybody is, you're concerned, passengers, right? In general. So, but then primarily, you're responsible for the certain, the certain area. The city is that the service is done well, smoothly, and passengers are looked after well. Preferably, nothing happened. As in, no emergency, no, no unhappy passengers, no negative feedback in short, and an eventful flight, so forth. No, I was just gonna also clarify, but to, to, to give like a very basic way, each, uh, category is for like each different section of the plane, like, Correct. a different yeah. class like economy class is for yes. mostly the pursers like yeah. uh business class is the senior purser and senior purser uh, and certain purser also yeah so it's like yeah. depending like of course like my the one that john and i were saying that we're the runts we're we're the <laughs> the small potato we're the uh, they are the foot we are the foot soldiers okay. yeah basically we're the ones that yeah we're the ones that they send out to go to the passengers to like deliver the tray we're usually the ones that are you know doing all the you know the well the pursers are either in the i was gonna say the kitchen the galley doing like heating up the food or something mm-hmm. that's just like a basic you know, and then the manager of course manages it all so she's also in the front closest to like the captain it's actually uh we call it managing by walking around and the yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you heard of that no money walking around because we have to observe right and i mean not necessarily walking around all the time but you have to be visible you know because we observe now what's uh, happening uh-uh. for all your years of flying do you have any particular like really bad memory and then one really good memory passenger or the crew or what both <laughs> well one one cabin crew was disgruntled about the company and she she's very foolish she released the contents of the oxygen bottle i don't know how many oxygen bottles because the oxygen bottles are there for emergency purpose for passengers medical purpose she emptied the contents of the, the oxygen it's a very yeah. dangerous thing to do yeah she yeah. was like she was not thinking about the effect the ramification of her behavior yeah that's the worst or oh, lots of stories about irate passengers. <laughs> Were there times where uh, passengers would randomly touch you inappropriately back then? Oh, uh, yeah, I experienced a, a passenger saying, you know, I will kill you. No? Not to me, but okay. to one of the cabin crew. Yeah, I, I will kill you. So, because it was in, in, in Mandarin, so I, I understand. So I had to ask, ask one yeah. of the the crew to 
you know, to clarify and all that shouldn't be threatening people. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there are certain ways to handle the situation. Yeah. But was he offloaded? No, it was in, uh, in flight. Uh, but yeah, she was on just going to Hong Kong. She had to uh, report what's happening. The, the captain has to be informed of everything, especially those things that matter. Mm-hmm. And then the way the situation and all that. So the team in Hong Kong mm-hmm. announced a PA passenger to remain seated. Uh, passenger, or have to say, I've arrived in Hong Kong, welcome, etc., etc., and you go. The rest of the passengers who remain seated and then here comes the security people who oh. upload the passenger and then they will Wow. Your position is high already. And then, for example, so during that time, have you ever noticed any BC having dramas? Like you could see that they're arguing and how did you deal I, with that? Uh, mga, mga drama? Yes. Drama? Ay, naku, madami dyan. Madami ng bibili. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, yung madaming, ano, madaming bully, akala nila. Power like, trip. Like, oh, yeah, like mga, to yung wise na tamad. <laughs> wise na tamad. <laughs> wise na tamad, oh. Kunyari, ano, hindi ko yun, ite ka. I-prepare ka na hindi niya alam kasi para ikaw ang gagawa lahat. Daya. <laughs> Parang ganun, oo. Oh, uh, you explain yourself and the door, the person goes, I'm, don't argue with me. Do not argue with me. Because I'm not arguing with you. I'm explaining myself. Yeah. You're arguing with me. How do you handle that whenever you, that thing happens? Ah, yung mga personal na away nila. Yeah, especially with your high position. Like, exactly. how do you settle ah, these kind of things? Okay, first, I asked the, the junior cabin tour, I asked the, the flight person if she can handle it. Because yeah, it's in her area. So that's why nga meron doon, you know. So if they can handle it, then thank you. A senior person on my flight and the captain was wow, shouting, I know, shouting much and all these uh, rubbish things coming from their mouth, you know. Typical, pero nagmuran sila nagulat ako kasi hindi ako So there were passengers while they were shouting. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, but, okay. uh, no, no. Uh, passengers got all, I mean, disembarked all the were off the plane. So, uh, but at least they were able to patch up and all that. Actually, it was the captain who bent forward. I mean, bent backward to sort of, you know. Accommodate. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, the uh, the senior purser was still as, uh, you know, uh, misgiving. So, I said, if you're uncomfortable about it, because I think we had the same, we call it, you call it PDE now, right? But yeah. uh, we call it coordinator during my time. So we had the same coordination, we had the same team. Yeah, let's like say if you're comfortable to talk with my coordinator, <laughs> that shared the, the story of the incident. Captain already, you know, that, I mean, went out of his way to patch up things and said, let's by guns and by guns. So that's it. Because the, the other guy, the senior person, wanted to write in a report about the incident. Uh, thank God it was resolved. You can write volumes of books. I think you should write a book, Mom. <laughs> you nice. should write a book. Oh, no. Yeah. Mars, you, you ask questions to your mom and then you write. <laughs> you like, yeah. You wanted to write. My mom, my mom writes too. Yeah. yeah one of, one yeah. of, uh, one of the Filipina, I know, ISM, you want the book? The book yeah. I lent you? Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, because there is the book that I showed you. Toward it? 
Her husband is a diplomat, a Philippine uh, uh, ambassador. But if Ma- you guys write, it's going to be special. Mother, daughter, and yeah. my sister as you well. Want to? Why not? Yeah, why not, mom? I will trans. Yeah. I will transcribe all of your stories. You know what I could like do? I feel like I could do like uh like multiple stories from multiple crew. I know. Yeah, Instead of chicken soup for the soul, like you know, chicken, oh, chicken shit soup. for the <laughs> chicken shit for the <laughs> joke. I don't know. Yeah, Tales of a uh, cabin crew. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. passengers, mga I've been annoyed. My story now. Have you heard Michelle about this passenger first time to Hong Kong and then he goes. We're in the hotel, you know. I've been asking the whole airplane, uh, asking the crew, etc. Why was that? Have you we never heard about Inca Hotel? There is this Inca Hotel. So finally, we went to the cockpit room. We went to the cockpit room. We asked the captain, Captain, are you familiar with this Inca Hotel? This passenger insists it's in Hong Kong. Oh, I got this. Then, I realized. And then the captain said, How do you spell it? Got Y-M-C-A. It's <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. But then, oh my gosh. What was there a moment that you're like, oh, I had enough. I am too tired of being a flight attendant. I want to quit yeah. as a flight attendant and I want to work somewhere else. Oh, yeah. That happened. We call it the, I think it's my surgery with Kato. That would be in bullying. <laughs> you're being bullied? or... And then it happened again when I turned 40. <laughs> you were bullied in 40. Midlife crisis. What did you want to do at 40, mommy? At 40 ish? Do you know that? Um, I don't know. I was thinking of, of I mean, coming back home and starting oh. or, 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 or business, a family business. One time I asked your grandma, Ma, Mommy, I said, I asked her, Mommy, what do you think is a business that will earn this much a month? And then she goes, just in case she said quiet for a bit. Then she mentioned the company we're working. Yeah. She realized that she couldn't make the, the same amount of money with a job in the Philippines or like with a business in the Philippines. I feel like, okay, let's put it this way, especially during my time. 76 hours, flying hours. Okay, that's maximum. Anything above that, you get OT. So we divided on eight-hour jobs four days. Well, it's not just another. And so it's difficult to step back. But yeah, there's a point in time that I said, Ah, ayoko na. Ayoko na ako. That third year, you said that you're about to be... Like, how did that person affect your decision to like maybe have that... Like, oh, I want to leave because of this person. What did the person do? What did, how did they bully you? Ah, the bully. You're doing your work. Kasi actually, a senior person's job, important thing is support. Eh. 
become smoother if your flight person is good. So, I was, I'm already doing it. But may meron kasi mga nationality na you're already doing it. Dakdak pa rin ng dakdak. Oh, you, no. you know, you know that, diba? You're already doing it. You're already finished doing it and yet you're still saying something, right? <laughs> I'm doing my job. <laughs> Kasi hindi naman ako yung confrontational na tao ba? Okay. So, so, and usually, I bent on, when I, I go home, the flat, I bent at your dad. Hindi <laughs> ko ma-express sa airplane na sa mga pasahero na mga ay, naku, pwede meron ka lang magic wand. Minsan yung mga ibang patayari, sana, mag-disappear ka na lang. Bigil ka na lang. Pero ano pala, nung, nung naging renewed Catholic, Catholic kami, eh, pray na lang kami, pre-pray over na lang. <laughs> so, what convinced you to stay? What convinced you to keep on? Facebook. Yun na nga, Well, yun nga, yung how many work hours, I mean, how many work hours talaga. No? But it, it's just, if you step into the airplane, kasi talaga it's work. Yeah? Until, until, duty off. So thankful na nga lang na sana walang incident para hindi ka na mag, lalo na nung kasi araw, weekend pa yung report. Let's just let the joy in, ano, in being actively flying. Some of our colleagues, they work in the office also. They, they like that. Uh, they, um, But then I see them still bringing home their paperwork. So hopefully, kung ano nga, after passengers are off, everything's okay. Then thank you, I'm done and over with. But if you stay, you know, the primary leave, it's still, it's still rewarding for me. As in, the 26th of the month, the family is there. <laughs> and then, and then the, the parts are, the, the routes are, are good. The destinations of the flight are good. Ano naman, like, yung role mo din na putting family, I mean, this person going to this other part of the world to, to meet their families. And then, you have, and, and you have also a, 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 a hand in in the mood na pagdating nila sa other end, eh, masaya yung mood nila. They're ready to, in part of like, mga business people, right? Ready sila to start working in a, in a positive mood. While we're talking about, like, you know, you said, like, one of the reasons was, uh, being, like, there are really nice ports. Like, so port is, like, you know, a place, like, we have, like, destinations that we fly to. So when we say out port, it's, like, out of the, out of Hong Kong or out of the country that we're based mm-hmm. in. Yes. Did you have any, like, particular tips? Favorite? Favorites? Okay. Favorite? Oh, yeah, okay. Why, why don't you share your favorite port, Mama? Uh, Rome. Rome. Roma. Okay, and then of course San Francisco because my my brother lives there. Besides there, yeah. So for the best sushi in Sapporo. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. did you have any like best practices for like people who travel? Like, did you like learn a little bit of some? Like, when whenever you're in a different country, do you do a specific thing that you feel like you could pass on to people? You know, tips or whatever. Attend mass, Catholic church, yeah. The illness of every cabin crew, sickness, shopping, <laughs> <laughs> the illness, <laughs> shopping. Yeah, not sad, but yeah, you can end up spending more than you. You need to plan what you want to buy and be very specific because if you go to a place without anything in mind, you will definitely spend your money buying things you didn't realize that you needed or whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, especially if you go to because in in, in Paris or even in in uh, in Rome, they things you know they even actually you could practically touch them. Unlike in other places, like you know, it's behind the glass case, mm-hmm. and then like every time you're moving, this, the sales stuff is just shadowing you. you know? Personally, leave your credit card home. Leave <laughs> <laughs> your credit card home. Mom, or don't go out so you don't get tempted to buy anything. But mom, oh, maybe, maybe for like, maybe they went there to to shop. Like maybe those families went there to. I mean, I guess if they have the money to shop, I don't know. They can. Uh, well, the, one of the things the perks of flying is that you get to the source. So you get it from the the, the the source itself, and then you get to pay a better price, a lower price, and the, the more selection, mm-hmm. yeah, the more choice. And just the idea of, oh, I, I'm in this place where they really are so original. <laughs> Only thing of the stuff. Ayun, babaw, no? <laughs> but were you, were you more for, like, the experiences instead of, like, the monetary stuff? Like, because you said going to church, right? So like you would, oh, yes, you're, you're rather, you'd rather like spend it on like making memories instead of procuring items. More often than not, I say, oh, I, I will go see this place. I was thinking, I, I hopefully I will have the opportunity to see this place with, with my kids, with, with my spouse. Yeah. So more or less, like, unlike you, you go to this place and take pictures already. I right? yeah. have lots of that. Uh-huh. It's, it's good in a way. Yeah. With me, I always think, uh, yeah, I will, I'll take pictures when my family sees me. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. No, yeah. I was just saying, like, because from what you said, like, from going to a church and everything, I assumed mm-hmm. that you were talking about, like, you prefer, instead of, like, spending the money on, like, procure, you know, getting, like, buying expensive stuff, instead of doing mm-hmm. that, like, you'll just actually be there and like experience the place for what it offers instead of like you know yes yes yes, 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 yes right you, so you don't because there are lots of nice things i know leave your credit card <laughs> just one, since you mentioned us our your family but do you remember like when we started to express now we wanted to join Mm. SRA the company. Do you remember what you? I mean, did you give us like any? Did you have any like? Well, what feelings? I said, yes, I said like uh, lots of things that because I was still working, right? And we were thinking of what what career path to take. I was still with this company. I was still actively flying, and my I simply remember my answer was that. Uh, there are things that we have enjoyed and are still enjoying because of my work. It's also nice to be traveling and you being taken care of, you know, the other end instead of you. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, like, I don't know, like, what, what have you learned with that whole career? Like, a life lesson that you want to impart on other people or, like, personally that you feel... It's all the same. It's all the same thing. Uh, people would like to be acknowledged. People would like to be recognized. People would like to be taken care of. Um, in regards to service, teamwork is very important to get things done. You get accomplished more by easily by being kind, by being cooperative. As you say, the rewards would be 
in the passenger really stay fancy as they, they get off the aircraft. Yeah. How did you cope with jet lag? Ah, jet lag, yes. What I do is usually I follow my the time zone where I I that's what I do. I practice. I obviously do something else. They acclimatize to the the local time. And what I do is I I still maintain the the hours back home. It's difficult. It's tough when it's the other side of the world, right? Uh, like in North America and Asia, it's like uh, anything from fourteen hours behind, right? Mm-hmm. Yung time delays. Hopefully, the opposite. It's daytime there. It's nighttime here. Mm-hmm. But it it works for me. Um, I have a bad habit up to now, actually, uh, not sleeping. Yeah, not having enough sleep. Uh, it's still a bad habit of mine. Yeah, I, I know what my future will be. <laughs> what? What? I said, I know what my future will be. Uh, then you try to make the most out of it. I, because I sort of, um, I'm this type now when I see something that's not. Yeah, my mom gets. They're put in order in a way. I, I still love, you know, yeah, just bad thing. She's, she's so used to being the manager and managing things. <laughs> <laughs> that she has to. You know, something very trivial. I, when I was still a, like, I don't know, flight person, I went home on one of my longer days off to sort of the province. And then we were walking towards your grandma, the older sister of my mom. I started picking up rubbish from the street. Would you believe? Mm-hmm. I started picking up basura from the street. Mm-hmm. I thought I was still in the airplane picking. And then I realized I was doing something odd, but when your grandma was staring at me. <laughs> yeah. It's um, in our system not to clean up no matter what after people or automatic yeah, and then or like and yung funny thing they would say that one of the animal cabins is like that before you eat you put on a smock. <laughs> Even when you're home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that. Or if you want, if you go down to the washroom, you roll down your pantyhose because you're still in uniform. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Jet lag, yeah. Some of my colleagues, they find sort of a sleeping pill. Yeah. I don't want to be different. That. Same. How did the company deal with you leaving the company? <laughs> Um, there's a there's a certain age, kasi, that you can oh. fly. You need to retire by a certain age. So, mm. yeah. Was there like, oh, oh, thank you for blah blah blah. Here we give you this or. I'm so lucky because okay pa nun. It used to be a gold coin, a commemorative. Uh, it used to be a coin, but now it's, it's a rectangular uh, gold coin. There are so many number of years in it. And yeah. we had sort of a thank you. We had uh, lunch with our immediate managers. Mm-hmm. And they say thank you and I'll wish you the best, the next you know, stage of your life. You know. Uh, yeah, it's 55 kasi. So, we are, we, it's compulsory. 
actually when I joined up to 1997, 40 nga eh, yung, there was a, a discrepancy. Female had to retire at 40, male had uh, retirement ages longer, later oh. rather, uh, 50. You know, ang anti-discriminatory something, so and now they've extended it further to 60 if you choose but that's uh, no, no. Is it year, extend year hmm? is it year to year they take it year a year at a time or it's automatically plus five years i don't top, actually top know but, not... but i think the the but the package is different right if you're an expat wala nang housing tapos your title allowance wala na rin yata and then you're just staring as in parang when you started as a new ism yeah that's why a lot also are thinking about you know staying on after the, the official retirement age mm-hmm. did you want to i don't know share anything else to like aspiring flight attendants or uh, it's, uh, it's a person who is warm, approachable, uh, just caring. You know, an, an, an ideal cabin. And of course, is knowledgeable and up to, uh, knowledgeable and a, a can do attitude. Uh, he's always generally aware of their, of their surroundings, especially nowadays, right? A lot of, uh, different people's minds that run differently. You don't know. Somebody snaps in the air. <laughs> so, mm. you should also be ready for any scenario that can happen. Things like that. It's a, it's a totally different lifestyle. I don't know now how the company has changed uh, with regards to I, I, uh, the flight hours and all that. The remuneration is different now. Uh, people who joined during my time and uh, like 10 years after my I joined, they're talking about the good old days and all that. I, I sat next to a, a junior cabin crew on, I mean, the last, uh, maybe a few months of, as an active crew member, and then we were talking about the, how, how the locals, how the Hong Kong people perceive this particular company as an employer. And he said that, you know what, even though the company offers like he was making comparison. Uh, I want. I don't recall like the exact figure. Like, but then he was saying, <clears throat> if the going rate is ten, but this company offers six, there will still be a lot of takers. Apparently, because uh, speaking, it's still it's still a, a lot of people still find it as a dream job or a stepping stone to something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's a good thing to put in the resume, I suppose. So I, I asked this particular person what he, what he used to do. I think he was a sales rep, yata, something like that. Mm-hmm. So he was working on commission basis and whatnot. Ayun, okay. Si Michelle, I was asking Bethany, is Michelle interested to join? Because she has a plus. You can speak Cantonese. <laughs> you can you can also read. You can also read. Ano, no, just, uh, just speak. Okay. I like to <laughs> So you you gave an advice for the aspiring like new maybe for those who are single. What about for those uh who has families? Any advice for them? Yeah, it's a, the downside of course is that because the schedule is so erratic, right? I mean, of course you you have a schedule. It gets uh, I say you get your roster from the. It's just still the same, Bethany. I mean, pre pandemic. Pandemic time. Right uh, now, Russia yeah. comes out on the 16th. Yeah. Before yeah. pandemic, 16th, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. 
the priors to the market. I mean, the month. It's sometimes holidays, special holidays or birthdays or anniversaries. You won't be physically present. But thanks to like Zoom and whatnot, right? Thank you. Somehow keep in touch with your family. Um, the important thing is if you have families that, like what I mentioned in the beginning, your spouse should be supportive. You should have the same, you should agree on on how to run, you know, how to discipline the children and all that, the values to instill, how to run family finances, all that. And then, of course, Dapat din part ng support team mo is yung, yung caregiver aside from your spouse. Yeah. And, yun, and then, yeah, importante yung, yung nga na, Bethany, dialogue. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's the, what, what, what do you mean by dialogue? <laughs> dialogue. I mean, like time for, time to the family to sit down and, uh, and update. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Kaya yun nga, yun ang downside nun. Wala, wala, abusan kung kailangan nila wala ka physically doon sometimes there are situations na sometimes all they need is what they need pala is a hug mm. or a, a pat at the back ganon yeah so yun nga yeah. gestures yun pwedeng virtual yun <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh, yun yun ang downside or they just want ano, a shoulder to cry on maybe yeah but of course yeah, but in the end, we, I mean, I know the lifestyle that comes with it and all, but like, oh, in the end, we appreciated it. And yeah, I think, I think, mommy, you can say, Naman, that you lived like a life well traveled, right? Like, you, you feel uh, that like. That's your tagline now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but, you um, know, like, it was, hmm. I think, it, I feel like you were fulfilled with that job and. You know, it, you you know it, it's what you had to do to have like food on the table and all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So we we all we all we were always aware that you know it was like a a sacrifice. And of course, it was like some you know you mentioned like times na you know like you know physically you couldn't be there, but we always knew naman na in spirit and like you of course you wanted to be there. You have a loving family, so they understand. I love you, Mama. Oh, likewise. Love you. Love you. nag drama na kami. <laughs> I love you din po. <laughs> I love you. I Yes, thank you for your time, Kita. We really appreciate all the information you shared, all the mm-hmm. stories you shared with us. Thank you. Okay, so once again, you've got your Kumaris. Bethany, okay, Betcha by Gali, wow. We have our guest, Tita Klian, my mom. Okay, mom? Tita Klian!